Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your one-stop shop for raising kids in this tech-heavy world. We bring on professionals and experts to give you all the tools you need to help your kids become fire-breathing warriors that have the strength to break out of the mold society has put them in. At the end of the day, we're all here for one reason, to help save some kids. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your host, Nate Webb, live in studio, Salt Lake City area, and we got a show for you today. We talk a lot about making tech safe in our home, and today we're going to give you some of the how. We talk a lot about the why, and it's scary and a lot of doom and gloom, but today we're going to go into some actual practical stuff. So join with me and welcome our expert, Sarah, to the show. So Sarah Kimmel is a Microsoft certified IT manager who's also a mom. She currently helps families understand and manage the technology in their homes through her YouTube videos, Instagram posts, podcasts, and her website, Family Tech Zone. Uh, she can also be found as a family tech expert on various TV, TV news shows and podcasts. Um, and so, yeah, welcome to the show, Sarah. Thanks for coming on. Ah, thanks for having me. I'm so stoked. I looked at some of your stuff. I was like, Holy moly, so much info. So I was like, yes, we need to bring her on here. So how did you get in this space? Like, what's your background from IT manager, Lord of the keyboard to, <laughs> to, to, you know, t- teaching families how to keep their kids safe and keep their, their tech safe. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fairly organic. I, um, when my daughter was born, I freaked out and quit my job and I'm like, I have to yeah. be a stay at home mom. And that lasted about two seconds because then I was like, uh, sorry, this is not kind of my deal. So, um, went back to work, uh, as an IT manager, but, um, I also in that process, I created a software program to help busy moms get organized. Cause that's kind of what my jam was at the time. And right. I created a blog to kind of um, promote the software. Well, the blog took off the software, not so much because everything started going mobile just as we had created right. everything for a desktop. <laughs> anyway, What's so, a desktop? I know. Right? <laughs> so all of my friends would always ask me questions about technology, obviously, because I'm you know, in IT space, you know, hey, I got a virus. How can I fix it or this or that? And so I'm like, well, organization is not really my jam. That was what the blog was about. Right. So I kind of pivoted and um, and started a blog. At, originally, it was called Tech for Mommies. It was a play on the word dummies. Um, and <laughs> but nobody got it. So I shortened that to Tech for Moms a while back. And then um, about 10 years ago is when I rebranded to Family Tech because all my guy friends would comment like, well, I'm not a mom, but blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, my information is good for both dad and mom. So right. I wanted to, you know, kind of get away from the whole mommy thing and and make sure the whole family knew that my information was good for all of them. That's so cool. So what year was that when you started when you started this, 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 this say family tech? The family tech zone, I guess. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say 2009 is when. Oh, shoot. You've been around for like decades. For a bit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just a bit. That's yeah. crazy. That's so, so wow. Like I'm a little shell shocked just because the internet got real prominent in like 2011, 2012, right? When all these social right. media apps came out. And so having someone helping people 
with their technology before that makes me more happy. Um, <laughs> well, nobody yeah. was searching for it at the time. So, <laughs> so that kind of hindered my, my progress, but, um, but definitely has picked up in, in search results for sure. Man, that is so cool. So what are some of the easy ways, I guess, parents can make their tech safe in their home that they're just not aware of? So many parents, they're like, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm so scared. And I feel like there are a lot of easy, easy things they can do just like for just to start, just to build the foundation. Yeah, a lot of people are not aware that most devices have built-in parental controls that you can just set up for free. Um, so, you know, iPhones have screen time built right. into iOS. Android has Google Family Link. Nintendo has, uh, you know, built-in parental control system. Right. Microsoft Family Safety for PCs. You know, every single device that you allow your children to use likely has built-in parental controls. You you just need to go in of and some set it sort. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're not unloopable, right? They're not the the, the free ones. They're there and you don't know they're there sometimes. But like, for example, I'm a high school counselor, right? And um, I get to hear a lot of the ways kids ninja around their parents because, you know, I'm <laughs> um, they get to tell me everything. And they're yeah. like, unless I'm hurting someone, you don't have to tell my mom, right? I'm like, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, a lot of them, they'll, they'll change their time zone. Uh, yeah, that's one of the... Uh, to Beijing and uh-huh. get on, you know, their phone for an extra 14 hours or something like that. Yeah. Um, but there's also, I don't know, there's workarounds of the workarounds. Um, yeah. but yeah, the, the stuff that's built in is mm-hmm. a great place to start. The stuff that you already have. Right. Um now with people who are are concerned about, you know, the kids getting onto inappropriate content online and stuff like that. Um, are there ways to help us be safe with our routers or are they just blocks in the house that provide this free magic internet? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to loop back to your previous thing really quick because um, the, sorry, the video on my YouTube channel that gets a whole lot of traffic is like 20 ways your kids are getting around your parental controls. And it's full of comments from kids like, Hey, thanks. So it's not that I was trying to give the kids like all the ways they can loop around. We'd like to publicly apologize to parents around the nation. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just hopeful that your parent finds this video first. That's what what I'm really hoping for. But yeah, a lot of comments with like, thanks. But one of those is definitely changing the time zone. Um, That's kind of one of the oldest school ways to get around parental controls. But there's 20 other ways that you might want to be aware of. What are like the top five? Like, let's hear them out. Parents, there are mostly parents listening to this. Kids do not. But I know (laughs) we got about 10,000 parents a week that listen to this. So like, who, what, what are some of those? Like, give, give us like, I don't know, five or six or whatever. Like, what are some of the top ways that kids are, you know, beating the system or whatever it may be? Yeah, I mean, for sure, changing the time zone, that's, you know, going to be the oldest school way. Um, One that parents are not really understanding when the kids are asking this question, or maybe they're not using the built-in parental controls, so the kid is able to install any apps that they want, but it's installing a VPN. Um, And so what a lot of kids will approach their parents and say, Hey, um, I need this app to make the internet faster, better when I'm at school. 
and the app is a VPN app. And so parents are like, oh, well, that sounds great. You know, it's going to make it better for you. I am on board. Better for so, you to get on bad apps. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> exactly. So um, so they allow their child to install this VPN or maybe they don't know that the child is installing any apps. And the VPN basically circumvents any parental controls that are on your Wi-Fi, which we'll get into because you just asked that question. But right. parental controls that are on your Wi-Fi or parental controls that are on the school's Wi-Fi. So what they're doing is basically a VPN takes the device and virtually puts it on a different network. So any controls that are built onto that network, then it's the device is not subject to any of those controls. Like a virtual incognito mode. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so that's another like really, really common way uh, kids are circumventing their parental controls using a VPN. Um, you said the time limits. The other um, really popular way kids are getting around parental controls is kind of glitching out the parental control. So like say you have something installed on the phone and like they'll like tap, 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 like, you know, 50 times and make the app kind of glitch out and then they're able to access whatever they want. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> they just ram the door until it cracks open a little bit. Basically. Yeah. Um, so that's a really common way. Um, I will say this isn't something they're specifically doing, but Apple parental controls, they released a statement, not a statement, but um, basically told the wall street journal that the parental controls are not functioning properly. So, um, and that's yeah, just they were something. glitching out a little bit. Yeah, and that's still a thing. Like, they haven't fixed the problem. Oh, currently a problem still. Still currently a problem. What are some of the glitches happening that kids are like, what are, what's happening with that? It's basically erasing all of the parental controls that they've set, oh, you know. great, and great. But it doesn't notify anybody. So you think, you know, you're going along. The child's that... just like, I'm free! Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that's not something that they're necessarily doing, but it's something that is happening um, so just something to be aware of on that aspect. Um, I, I can keep going, but keep going, keep yeah. going, educate us all. Oh my educate goodness. Taking notes, man. <laughs> so, and then another thing is like logging out of the account that has the parental controls. Um, ah. so like, let's say it's an Android phone, you know, maybe they'll reset the phone or, um, you know, or do something that, you know, basically gets them away from the one that has parental controls and uses the account that doesn't have any parental controls. So, you know, they create a new Instagram account or they create a new Snapchat account or whatever, and that's going to not have the controls that you've already set, you know, built in. Or like, you know, YouTube, you have some YouTube on restricted mode and then they log out of YouTube and now they're not on on restricted mode anymore. So, um Wow. <laughs> okay. But then uh, do, do, don't they have to log back in or can they just continue as guest? Yeah. I mean, they can continue as guest or create a new account that they're using, it's you know, totally that you're not, not affiliated aware. with. Oh, mm, right. Mm, mm, yeah. So sneaky. Oh, kids are super, super sneaky. Especially um, when we don't talk to them about stuff. I feel like the reason oh, they get sneaky is because like the lack of communication. Like when we're like, yes. you will follow these rules. You shall not pass. And then we don't say anything about it. And they're like, want to bet? Want to bet, Boomer? Right. I'm going to get right past you. Boomer. And then and, and then they do versus here's our values. Right. And here's why we, what we don't use, what we do use, and why we do what we do or why we don't do what we don't do. 
kids are much less likely to try and sneak around you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I talk about five layers of parental controls and the fifth layer I always talk about is communication. So making sure you're open and honest about the parental controls that you are installing, why you're installing them, what they do um, and things like that. And then just having frequent conversations about the technology. So yeah, yeah I'm totally all about that. That's big. Uh, so many people think like, I don't know, the hard talks in life are a talk, right? right. The sex talk <laughs> yeah. of this talk i'm like that is a conversation you should be talking mucho grande all the time yeah absolutely Um, and so okay you brought up your five layers um of 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 controls and how you your your communications the fifth one what are the other four because this is this we're getting into the good stuff now (laughs) right um so uh one of the, the the first layer is in-app controls. Okay. So a lot of apps also have parental controls built in that people are not aware of. Um, people are always super shocked when I talk about this, but TikTok actually has the best built-in parental controls of any social media platform. Now. Right? Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, it took some time, but right now they, they beefed those suckers up, right? I mean, they've been like the parental controls i've been saying this for like at least a year and a half maybe two years like they've had the best parental controls they've made them even better but um they still have the best parental controls for any social media platform and that's that's good because there's a bajillion kids on tiktok so i would hope that (laughs) they are they they have they're beefing up their parental controls what are some of the in what way is it so so much better by leaps and bounds Um, So much better because you have a lot of control. So what you do is I have, you have to have your own TikTok account. So if you don't have TikTok, (gasps) get on TikTok. If I let my kid be on a platform, I have to be on it myself. What? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. I always say be where your kid is sharing. That is like so, so important to like be on the same platform that your kid is using. It doesn't mean you have to interact. Don't be that guy. Like, no. No. don't please, go commenting. Please do on not your... comment on twelve-year-old girls dancing. Please don't do that. Okay. No. no. All right. So we have in-app controls. What's in-app our controls? Second? second layer would be on-device controls. So okay. this is what we're talking about with like Google Family Link, um, screen time for iOS. You know, the Nintendo parental controls, the Xbox parental controls, the PlayStation parental controls. Anything that you know, any device your child is using, they have built-in parental controls on the device itself. Um, and so, and actually the on device has multiple layers built in too, because I always say the built-in parental controls, absolutely. And then any third-party parental controls that you can also add is also on that on device layer. So if you want to install something like Bark to monitor messages, um, that would be also on device parental controls. Um, another on device parental control would be something like Canopy to um, help prevent from like sexting and um, inappropriate content. Um, and things like that. So on-device parental controls includes the built-in stuff and the third-party stuff. Okay. Okay. So we have in-app, and then we have on-device. Okay. And then what's our third? On Wi-Fi. On Wi-Fi. That's the router. On the network, yes. On your network. Um, And so this is where uh, we'll we'll loop back all the way to that question that you had. Look at that. (laughs) Look at that. Parental controls. Like I planned it or something. I know. It's so (laughs) good. Um, 
So yeah, uh, Wi-Fi parental controls, most routers actually have some built-in parental controls. I prefer to use a router that has really amazing Brit built-in parental controls. The one I use is called Griffin, G-R-Y-P-H-O-N. Shout out to Griffin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love Griffin. Griffin. Do, you, okay. do you know Protect Young Eyes on Instagram? Uh, I do. Yes, I know Chris. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, we love Chris. Love Chris. I don't know Chris too. He loves Griffin as well. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, in full disclosure, I am uh, the head of technical support for Griffin. So, oh, um, well, look at that, FYI. ladies and gentlemen. She's a hot <laughs> doggity dog. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so, if you have a problem with any of my texts, you know, go ahead and let me know. <laughs> But um, I'll fire everybody. No, yeah. <laughs> no, they're fantastic. Just give them a chance. Um, but yeah, so Wi-Fi parental controls is um, something that basically controls all the devices on your Wi-Fi network. So if I'm connecting the smart TV to my Wi-Fi network or a phone or a tablet or like, you know, or a gaming system like the Nintendo Switch or something like that, it can control internet access to those devices. So what I really like about that is, you know, shutting the internet down at bedtime so that nobody can access the internet after everyone's going to sleep. Mm. Um, I think that's a huge, important yes. rule to set, like in basically any home, you know, nobody should be on the internet when everyone else is asleep. Yes. Um, and it helps children get the appropriate amount of sleep that they need, which yep. I think is really kind of where the downfall of our like um, mental health. Yeah, for sure. Like sleep is just so, so important. Yeah. So the ability to shut down the internet at night um, or any other time during the day and have a content filter, all of that can be done through the Wi Fi network. Yeah, I pulled a bunch of high school kids as a high school counselor. And so I was like, I have access to lots of teenagers. Let's ask them questions. Fantastic. Um, and uh, for kids who had smartphones, the average time that they went to bed was about one or two. Oh, that breaks my heart. So they're getting about four or five hours of sleep. That's being generous. That's like yeah. the conservative side. There's some kids totally that are getting agree. three, two to three. Yeah. Um, and the kids who did not have a smartphone, their average was about eight. And so hmm, like it, it, it makes a big difference, guys, not that not having a devices shouldn't be in the bedroom anyway. OK, because most of the predatory experiences happen from behind closed doors. But B, even if they sneak them in there, it's not much use if they can't get on the Internet or use exactly. their data. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's yeah. So. All right. So we have the 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 on network on controls network. that we mm -hmm. can do. All right. And the number four on mobile. So like Ooh. you were saying, they use their data. Um, so if you have controls on the Wi-Fi network, then, you know, they just hop off the Wi-Fi network and use their mobile network. Right. So you need to make sure that network is also protected. Um, so and the reason for these layers, it's not because like I'm, you know, some overlord dictator or anything is, you know, different technology can be controlled on different levels. So mm -hmm. something on the Wi-Fi network it can only control internet access to a device. Right. It, it can't control, like if I've downloaded videos or if I've, you know, got games that don't need internet access, I could still be on that device yeah. when the Wi-Fi shuts down. So you need to have these multiple layers because a Wi-Fi 
you know, controlled device like the Griffin can't control whether or not the screen is actually turned on. You know, right. you need something on the device to control whether or not the screen is turned on. So all of these technologies are very limited in what they can control. So you need to make sure you've got all of your bases covered. So on mobile network, you know, so if you have Verizon, you could use something like Verizon Smart Family. Um, most of the mobile networks have something that you can use, or you can use something like as we're talking about with the Griffin, um, you can install something like Homebound, which will force the device. It uses a VPN. So there are some good VPNs because a lot yes, of parental yes. control apps use a VPN yes. um, that can force it back to the protected Wi-Fi network. So just make sure whatever um, system you use when they're off of the Wi-Fi network, you've got control over it there as well. Dang. So there we have it, guys. We have our five, do you have five pillars or... Five layers, layers, layers. Yeah. layers. layers there we go. Controls. I was like, she's yeah. the word. I know there was a word there. <laughs> All right. So I, I think I memorized them. Let's see. So first we have an app mm -hmm. and then we have on device yeah. and then we have on network mm -hmm. and then we have, don't tell me because I know the fifth one's communication. And then we, <laughs> the one we just got done talking about, oh, on mobile, on mobile, on, on mobile, our, yeah, right. on mobile and then communication. And I love that it ends with communication, guys, because all of these restrictions are worthless without talking to your kids about it Absolutely. first. Um, that's hope is not a strategy, y'all. <laughs> not my kid is not a strategy. Not a strategy. Okay. Yeah. My kid would never do that. Really? No, well, they would because you don't talk about them. It's here's the thing. Yeah. It's it's similar when when parents ask me about like stuff like sex and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, you get to just choose you or Google. Who do you want to teach your kid about this stuff? Right. That's what's going to come down to. Yeah. And so parents can communicate why you have these things the way they are. And it's yeah. not going to take much talking to show them some just data like numbers are not your emotions. It's it helps right. a lot when you can pull up numbers and be like, here's what's happening. Like, you know, when people are on devices and it messes with their sleep and messes with their mental health and we don't want that to happen. So that's why we, you know, your bed, your phone has a bedtime. That's why your phone charges in the kitchen, not in your bedroom and empower your kids by educating and communicating with them don't scare them with only restrictions because yeah. that will just they'll just push back and it doesn't go well yeah for sure i mean and like you're saying it's a not a one and done conversation it is no. a frequent conversation so i like to um you know i'm a big tech news junkie for sure and so whenever i see something you know a sextortion thing or you know something that could be concerning for kids you know, I will bring that to my kids like, hey, did you see this or, um, you know, check this out? You know, what could you have done differently, um, you know, than this kid or or would you have fallen for this or anything mm -hmm. like that? You know, in a very low key way, I'm not like trying to scare you. My gosh, look at this kid. Like you can't right. do anything, you know, just make sure that they understand how this happened to that kid and what they can do to like not let it happen to them. Um, and then even good tech news, you know, like yeah. something will come out, you know, a new game or I'm like, Oh, Hey, do you guys see this new game that's going to come out, you know, and, and have yeah. fun with that too. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta talk about the good, the bad and the ugly. Cause here's the thing. Tech's not going anywhere, guys. We're not going to, no way on earth is the whole world. All of a sudden going to become Amish and to get rid of all the tech in the world. <laughs> Like tech's here to stay. Yeah. And while delay is the way when it comes to smartphones and all these things, they can't keep it away from them forever. No. You're going to have to teach them to use technology in this digital world. That being said, teach them. Don't just throw them to the wolves. 
don't just hand them a supercomputer and say, good luck. Right. (laughs) Educate and teach them and then help keep them safe and talk about it. This has been so good. Oh my goodness, guys. I hope you guys wrote the, wrote those things down. Um, if you guys want to learn more about all this stuff, where can people see what you're up to? Shameless plug time. Let's hear it. Shameless plug time. Um, so my podcast is family tech talk. So definitely go ahead and subscribe to that. Um, I don't just cover parenting. So it's like all of the technology in your home. So, you know, from smart home to, you know, scams, online scams and things like that. Um, you know, I, I, and just tech tips, you know, like, Hey, did you know your phone can do this? Um, so, you know, make sure you check out family tech talk and then I'm at, I'm family tech on all platforms. So I'm most active on YouTube and Instagram, but, um, I do have that handle on literally every platform. So, um, so definitely check that out as well. There you go, guys. And all that will be in the podcast description. So please go check her out. She is a wonderful resource for all of us trying to raise resilient kids in this tech-heavy world. And if you'd like Save the Kids to come to your church community event, whatever it might be, make sure to fill out the speaker form in the podcast description as well so we can come to your community. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.